This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.37. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila, Lynn and Sharad. It's time for Today on Twitter, where it's about a murder of crows. Okay, very excited to talk about this because strong feelings, personal experiences, a blend of all of it. So Zaid Zulkifli starts us off saying, last week in my park, there was a crow shooting operation. There were la- quite a lot of crows that died. Um, and then the Sunday night, suddenly there were so many crows gathering at the park. So scary. It seemed like they were having a meeting to get revenge. And Zaid actually attached a short clip of said meeting. And it really did look like that. They, they were sort of clustered and thoughtful and clearly, to my mind at least, plotting. So, you know, that's that's <laughs> where it is. Um, and then others have quoted the tweet, uh, Narsha, for instance, and said, you know, crows are vengeful and remember people can. And that has prompted a lot of people to share thoughts. Well, because firstly... Correct me if I'm wrong, this is certainly not the first time we've seen images of crows sitting around looking like they're plotting something. This well, is this is a common occurrence, you guys. But, but, I mean, birds often just sit around. I mean, we're, we're imputing intention. <laughs> like this is a conference of birds, which is actually a, a title of an ancient play, isn't it? But you know, so but birds on a line, just are birds on a line, except that this thing, now, which I think we all should acknowledge, crows are actually extraordinarily uh, intelligent animals. They are. Yes. Also, j- before Sherrod, um Sherrod, you're a journalist. Be accurate. They were not birds on a line. They were birds in a circle. Exactly. In a park. I mean, yeah, okay. So but birds on a, in a tree, birds on a line, birds, you know, whatever. The birds gather. Uh, but I grew up in Klang. And so I know, you know, I know, um, I didn't grow up, just one year in Klang. But crows are everywhere in Klang. And I think you... Uh, they are kind of scary. They can be because, uh, just not because of the colour, but because of the, they're kind of aggressive birds, I think. Well, I think it's because they're fearless. Crows are really often not scared of people at all. They've, uh, for if anything, they've adapted incredibly well to living in urban environments. And um, if you look at the tweets, you know, everyone's really on board the you have to watch out for those crows. Um, well, firstly, of course, the, the easy one, um, I want to say, goes, collective noun for crows is a murder of crows. That explains. Actually, the reason why it's a murder of crows, there's a story behind it that's quite dark. But yes, uh, I think that, you know, there's a lot there. The intelligence thing is real also. Um, Ayman says, crows are different. I was attacked previously by a crow during work. First time it flew and it blocked us. We thought nothing. But after five to six times, we knew its intention was to attack. (laughs) Right. So preparing for this story, what I did do is to look at what I, I kind of suspected about the crow thing. Um, they have very small brains, but actually their intelligence doesn't lie where we think intelligence lies. So the fact that their brains are small, in fact, there's a, they're densely packed neurons. It's said that their intelligence is equal to uh, what a great ape might have. Sharad, your science, science angle to this is not making this any less scary. No, because in fact, now we I'm should just be thinking, scared. I think yeah, we should I be know. scared. It's actually making me even more so. Okay, Miss CJ Sapp says, In my neighbourhood, the team who did the crow shooting operation covered their bodies and camouflaged their faces because they didn't want to be attacked by crows. They also asked spectators to do the same or not be noisy celebrating the operation to avoid misfiring. Meanwhile, 
something more personal, AV says, my friend once cursed at a crow, entered the car to go to class. Next day at the parking lot, my friend's whole car was covered in crow poop. All the other cars around were clean. So, like we've been saying, there's science and then there's personal experience. The, the fact is that I think... I think most people instinctively understand when they're being perceived. You know that crows are perceiving you. I think that this is just a fact. Um, when you see a crow looking at you, um, don't, you know, don't celebrate, don't shoot at it. Um, it there, is, there is a memory and, and there is... There are enough stories, I think, over time of people being remembered by crows and of getting things snatched, um, getting cars pooped on, getting pecked. All these stories come up enough for us to know you're remembered. And the question is, we're remembered for the bad things we do, right? I mean, animals remember the good things we do. They also remember <laughs> the bad things we do. In the case of crows, I guess the, the balance is a little bit uneven because of the amount of times we do violence yes. towards them. Yeah, but in Klang, you know, I think there's a, there's a tussle. Uh, the Klang River is a buffet for crows. <laughs> I think they must be very happy to live in Klang because there's an endless supply of uh, food or whatever uh, in those uh, big uh, sewers and, and drains and, and rivers. But but yeah, but then, then we shoot them. I mean, from mid-70s when I stayed there in Klang, we were shooting crows. Yeah, I mean, I'm not making a case that humans are really renowned for their good treatment of crows. Um, I did want to expand the concept of animals taking revenge to ask whether is this just a crow thing? Because surely we've all read those stories about, um, you know, an elephant never forgets or um, orcas attacking, orcas boats. attacking mm. boats. So oh, Dolphins recently in, in Japan attacking human beings. Yeah. So, I mean, I think this notion of animals um, getting the little bit of their own back is in itself something that's become quite an internet Sub yes, and I think for some people it's also pleasing um, a little bit, to be frank, because if you love animals, if you have some guilt over the ways in which we treat animals or the ways in which we treat nature, then this is a way to vicariously kind of diffuse some of that guilt because you're watching animals get a little bit of their own back. Because, um, I mean, if you want to extend it, I think the conversation around orcas, for example, has been met with no small amount of glee. Lots of people saying, oh, if you have a petition, let me know. Um, you know, if you, if you a petition help. to support the orcas. The orcas, yes, <laughs> to, to kind of sign okay, on. Okay, but what, is the, what if they just if they target just the person or persons who harm them? That's one thing. But what if it's collective punishment? What if they gathered in Clang for a big conference and decided <laughs> that the human species needed collective punishment? So then we're all vulnerable to attack, even though we might, as I did during COVID, feed birds. I suppose the argument there would be humans don't make those kinds of judgment calls in how they treat animals largely. So why would we expect the orca or the crow to treat us any differently? That got quite bleak. It did. This was supposed to be a, a fun thing. But, it was. But maybe we, it could never have been that fun when we're talking about a murder of crows plotting murder. So, you know, the problem <laughs> is ours. It's our fault. Well, on that note, we would like to hear from you. Firstly, if you have crow-related stories, share them with us. But... Has an animal ever tried to take revenge on you? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We'll be back after this with your messages. So keep it here, BFM eighty nine point nine. Be firmly motivated.
BFM 89.9. It is 5.49. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila, Lynn and Sharad. We've been talking about crows that are probably not in love with humans. Um, this comes from a tweet that's gone viral of um, a video uh, of a group of crows that uh, seemingly looked rather... Uh, plotty. Out, plotty, yes, out for revenge plotty. after a crow shooting operation happened in the area. This sparked off a conversation both about, um, well, really how crows are often quite um, maligned for their reputation, uh, but in general also about animals out to get revenge. So if you'd like to weigh in, you can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Now, we do have a caller on the line. Good evening, Nafi. What are your thoughts? Hi everyone, my name is Nafi. I used to have a cat and that cat, he understood Malay perfectly. I used to call her Chomot Busu. And then after that, the same day, she peed on my clothes that was in the laundry room. <laughs> was, were you nicer to her after? Yes, I gave her extra food afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Nafi, thank you for calling. Um, if you would like to share your own story of um, animals getting a little bit of their own back, send those through. You can call us, you can send us a voice note, you can WhatsApp us, you can tweet us. We have a lot of thoughts coming through. Well, actually, before that, because Kat, Sharad, you need to tell yes, your cat story. I, know. I was hoping you would. Now you have to. Yeah, well, OK. So I had two cats, but the, the problem was they weren't very cooperative while giving them their medication. Right. So one one time I did gently smack one of my cats. The thing was the, the thing he did was to rip the photograph that was attached to a you know kind of a fridge magnet. Uh, and so he must have jumped up and ripped it right through the middle because it was a picture of me and a friend, somebody uh, clearly I was very close to. Uh, and and, and then there was just one half of it on the on the floor of the kitchen. To be clear, not while you were there. This was in secret. Yeah. So this was plotted and executed. So after the medication was administered, I walked out. When I returned to the kitchen, there was half the photograph on the floor. I shouldn't find these stories so pleasing to hear, should I? But they always make me slightly happy. Because now you because know it's not my picture, maybe. Oh, maybe because you know we love to believe that you know our pets have agency that they this is true. they really love us when they do, or hate us when they plot revenge. I have a dog. Dogs don't do this, but, but no, I, they don't. Yeah, they don't. But I think. I always find it very charming when other animals do. I've already expressed that. And actually, Patricia um, is kind of there as well, saying it's karma. Humans murder animals for convenience, food development. They're being nuisances. So it's fair game for animals to target us. Well, actually, Patricia, we were just talking about this off air, that um, when it comes to crows, for instance, a big part of the reason is because of... Um, overdevelopment, right? I mean, right now we essentially share our urban spaces with animals like crows. I don't think that it's any coincidence that we keep having these issues. Is it true that dogs don't um, don't seek revenge? That they don't hold those memories and want sort of I, accountability? I, I don't know if it's true. Um, I can't speak for the dog community, but, but I, I, I was thinking about how we've been quoting science quite a bit, right? And I think with dogs in particular, the, the truth of it likely is that we've bred for likability. Dogs have been bred for to be likable, to be close to us, to to want to do all those things. And because of that, I think they're unlikely to do 
photo ripping and <laughs> things like that. Well, that's it. That's it. Lai Wan is saying, my piano teacher has a few dogs. During days where we got new music scripts to learn, the dog would literally use its paw to close its ears. That is so sweet. <laughs> also, not revenge, not but revenge. just expressing dislike. Because revenge would be ripping the script. No, I was going on the piano. Yeah, I was going to say ruining the piano in some way. But, you know, this is just a, a, a private problem that they're trying to solve. But, you know, our relationship with cats is almost as old as dogs, right? It's just that why has the, why has the cat been able to both be in our lives, be fed and yet maintain their autonomy? Because it's what cat people like. I think, I think, you know, it's, ah. it's not what... Yeah, I actually think it's that because this is what, if you love cats, this is what you want from them. Whereas if you love dogs, you can love both, of course. But if you love dogs and you have a dog, that's what you want. You well, want Michael's you know, dog, revenge. though. Michael's Ooh. dog. When we moved, my dog was not allowed on the brand new bed. She proceeded to pee in the brand new mattress while I was taking a bath. Ah, See, this is... Yeah, that sounds like revenge. <laughs> Michael, you have an outlier dog. <laughs> A cat-like dog, one yes. might say. Um, can I just address the bunch of people who are all talking about crows being insidious? Um, TIDJ says a group of crows is called a murder, so I'm not surprised that a murder of crows were plotting a murder of sorts. Uh, Ralph says they appear in a lot of horror movies. Hitchcock, for instance, signifies the presence of evil lurking close by. Roberto says only two words, Hitchcock, birds. And says, why do you think Saruman had crows as his spies, eh? See, crows do get a bad rap. I feel like just, yeah, they, they get a bad rap in literature and film. And I think because we live so close to them, unlike a lot of other perhaps nefarious looking animals. Are we ambivalent about them? Like, well, on one hand, yes, they're evil, but they also possess knowledge or they're linked to another realm that we actually secretly love them? I it, This is interesting because I... Actually, I was thinking about it. I'm quite fond of crows, um, partly because I think of them as intelligent animals. And I think humans, uh, you know, have a fascination with this idea of animal intelligence, right? And who approaches us because, of course, we think we're the best. So, you know, um, I've always thought that crows, ravens, magpies um, all form a particularly interesting bunch of birds. And then there's the mythology part. So I've actually never thought they signified evil. I didn't think that they were the cleanest, but, you know, I've never kind of looked at them with that kind of intent. The sky rats, right? Isn't that what they're called? No, pigeons. pigeons. Oh, pigeons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Kay says, I was attacked by a crow last week. It flew low and hit my head twice. So many stories like mm. this of the, the head hitting or the, the attempts to swipe people. We have other animals too. Let's not keep this exclusively to crows, cats and dogs. Uh, Carl says, during a school trip to the zoo, a friend kept making fun of a gorilla. The gorilla grabbed a big piece of his poo, flung it at us. The poo hit the cage net. Imagine the mess. You know, I have very strong feelings about um, about primates and whether we should, in fact, incarcerate them in in zoos. Uh, you know, and so the human rights argument, almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah that in fact, you know, it's um, uh, Jared Diamond's the third chimpanzee. I mean, this idea that you know we are, in fact, I mean, they're so close to us. How can we treat them that way? And so, if they flung poo on you, you probably deserved it. Okay, more people. Um, Pointing out dogs, not always the, the the picture of pleasantness that we've been saying. Vincent says, my dog pees in the kitchen when he doesn't get his way. He's toilet trained. He knows what he's doing. So I love this partly because my dog is a very good dog. Um, 
she doesn't listen to the radio, so I suppose I can say this. I, I'm very pleased with her personality. It's a wonderful thing. Do I sometimes wish she had more spice? Perhaps. And so I, I'm quite intrigued by, by these people well, like who are coming in. Like with, pushback. Like she, she, she just decided today she's not going to cooperate. I, I, I suppose she does that in her own way, but it's not as showy as what we've been hearing from, <laughs> from Michael and, you know, uh, from, yeah, so not so much. Selva says, crows only get a bad rep because of their colour. They're actually much better than pigeons. This is what we're trying to say. I, I don't want to... Uh, is there colourism involved in this? I think so. I do think so. I think people have a thing about black animals. Mm, the, people think black cats are bad luck, for instance. Uh, black dogs are much, uh, are much less adopted from shelters. So it is actually a thing. We used to have a dog called Ebony. The, oh. the, the good thing about it was... Did you have an ivory or no? No, no, no. Okay. We didn't have an ivory. We just had an <laughs> Ebony. And she was a tiny little pup. And when she grew up, she just forgot that she was tiny. She'd always try to crawl into your, onto your lap. Oh. And then she, but she was huge. I have a special love for black dogs, actually, because my dog, um, who's since passed on, was a black lab. Carmen says, I've always suspected that my dog has been chasing crows away from our car porch whenever he barks for no reason. A few days ago, I woke up to my dog barking nonstop and found that my car and the front porch had been covered with bird poop. I guess they bully other animals too. I've been Googling to look for answers. I guess I got one from you guys today. <laughs> <laughs> well, Zuyang says, the picture of the plotting crows, a murder aggrieved by murder plotting more murder. That's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. I, I think that, look, if you guys have seen the video... It's very clear. It's extremely clear. But the murder is generational. I mean, how many generations of crows have suffered from this policy of shooting? Gosh. It's going to go into their history books if they ever learn to write. And, and then you question why they might hate us. Oral history. I'm sure they have yes. an oral history. I don't question it. I, I, I <laughs> oh, can I meant see you, why they... <laughs> the, the, the sort of general you, us as humans. Anyway, we are out of time. But if you'd like to keep this conversation going, you can continue to WhatsApp us, send us a voice note or tweet us. Keep it here. BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.